Hi everyone, this is Sandra Messick back with an Everyday Science podcast. Today's um, topic will be exercise and nutrition and I have a guest here with me, Grace Shahidi. She is a personal trainer. Introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Grace. I'm a personal trainer at Fitness First. I've been a PT for three years now and I've just mainly worked with um, female strength training and getting women confident in the gym and yeah. Amazing. So for today, we have a few topics that we want to delve into, but um, I want to start by talking about fat loss. Yes. And there is this um, article that I came across written by Mike Dale, Dr. Christine Mermia and Dr. Kravitz, where they state that fat serves many important functions in the human body. For example, fat provides a key role for the structure and flexibility of cell membranes and also helps to regulate substance and movement through the cell membranes. And I think I took this quote because I wanted to kind of, I wanted you to go into the fact that fat is actually very important Mm. and why we need it. Yes. Well, fat in women and men, even this is where people don't understand when they say, I want this sort of percentage of fat and they get really, really low into the numbers because one, women need at least 17% body fat for their hormones to regulate. That's why you'll see um, athletes get into the really low ranges. They'll stop their periods. They'll stop functioning normally. And even men, both men and women, the fat pads at the bottom of your feet are there to protect you. It's not necessarily aesthetic fat that you need. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's – I find it so interesting that people – their main goal is to get the lowest body fat percentage. and they don't realize what it's actually for. Like, it's there to protect you. Like, women will come to me and they'll be like, oh, I've got this stubborn fat around my lower belly – and I just can't get rid of it, and they want to go freeze it off or something. That's there to protect your uterus. It's there for a reason, yeah. Well, yeah, this same article delves into some suggested workout examples, just in general for fat loss. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of these were high-intensity and interval training with variable recovery, sprint interval training, resistance training, Tabata-inspired interval training, as well as moderate-intensity steady-state exercise. And yeah. I just wanted to hear your take on maybe one of these examples and yeah. what they do for you. Sure. Well, because I mainly work with resistance training. Like, I do it myself. I've done it for, what, six years now. I take all my clients through it. Um, it burns. See, people always think, oh, cardio, if you want to burn fat, you've got to do cardio. But resistance training is actually so much more beneficial because – One, you get more things out of it, strength, better quality of sleep, mental health benefits, um, peace of mind, that kind of thing. But um, it also burns more calories because you're working with an external load. You're not just working with your body weight at a high intensity. It increases your heart rate. You're working with um, heavier weights and you're forced to expend more energy. Yeah, I feel like that would mean that you're getting faster results and better results. Yeah, so if you were to, like, do a HIIT workout where it's all body weight and just squat your body weight, whereas as opposed to doing a strength session where you've got 60 kilos to lift from the floor for 10 reps, of course that's going to use more energy. Yeah. Of course. Definitely. Um, 
just moving on from that, um, Paul Hoban Jr. Um, made a statement that it takes a personal trainer to educate clients on how to mobilize fat for energy in the long term and how to make healthy and weight management a lifestyle change. With this in mind, one thing remains constant. You simply have to be in a negative energy balance if your goal is to burn fat and lose inches. Just in relation to that last sentence there, um, what exactly does that negative energy balance mean? So that refers to, first of all, that was a really good quote because I completely agree. That refers to calories. So calories, all they are is a unit of energy. And that's where I think people start to get confused. So every bit of food has a calorie associated with it, a number of calories associated with it. So with burning fat and losing inches, you need... No matter what you're eating, you need to be consuming less energy than you're expending. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense, yeah. Like, you could eat one Big Mac every day and you'd still lose weight because it's only about a 1,000 yeah. calories. Yeah, yeah, that does make sense. Um, Paul Hoven Jr. goes on to list a few methods that uh, – um, some scientific methods on, like, losing fat loss mm-hmm. – um, Method number one was to decrease your carbohydrate intake. And he states that you can lose a potential of two to three times more fat while on a low-carb diet compared to a normal low-fat diet. Yeah, that it, that can be true. It depends. Um, fat is, like I said before, fat loss only comes down to calories in versus calories out. It does not matter about the macronutrients at that stage in your journey where you're just looking at fat loss and macronutrients are what he's talking about carbs fats and protein so a low carb diet might work for someone but it might not work for someone like me who i really thrive on high carbs to get me through the day Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like i can agree on that too because yeah um i feel like there's a lot that i do throughout the week yeah and i need the energy to get through that yeah exactly um, method number two was to increase the frequency, intensity, or duration of your workouts and that the intensity of your workouts can mean everything and what you put into them is exactly what you'll get out of them. Yeah, this is – I completely agree with this because if, like, you see some people going to the gym and spending two hours there and they you really look at what they're doing and it's not much. They're just dawdling around, resting a lot between sets and not – one, not getting a heart rate up, and two, not challenging themselves where you can get that um, muscle tear or contraction going. So me, I spend 45 minutes doing my workout, but I'm going back to back, minimize rest, and I challenge my weights. So I get a better result than that person who's going to spend two hours in the gym. Yeah, yeah. Method number three is to practice the proper timing of nutrients and that nutrient timing refers to how certain nutrients are assimilated and handled during various times of the day. Yeah, this is so important because the biggest thing I get with women coming to me is, oh, I, like with the nutrition side of things is, oh, I just crave dessert at the end of the day or when I get home, I'm just starving. And it's because you haven't eaten enough of the right things during the day. So that's why you'll start to crave sugar right before bed because you haven't given yourself enough energy throughout the day. Like you'll want to at breakfast have a really nutrient rich 
Um, that's where you want to have your carbohydrates because that's your body's preferred source of energy. So you have that energy to take you through the day. Yeah. I've definitely have days where I just feel like all I can do is sleep. I'm hungry 24 seven. Like I just can't get anything done. Exactly. Me too. Um, just moving on from that topic of fat loss, I want to go into how muscle growth works. Yeah. Um, a quote I came across by Jane Leonard was that muscle size increases when a person continually challenges the muscles to deal with higher levels of resistance or weight. This process is known as muscle hypertrophy. Yeah. I just wanted you to elaborate on that and what exactly muscle hypertrophy is. Yeah. So what that is is basically just gradually over time increasing the weights that you're pushing through exercises so that the muscles can repair bigger each time. So what happens when you introduce yourself to weight training, that soreness that you get the next day is the muscles having teared. And when they repair, they repair a little bit bigger than they were before. Mm, Yeah. Um, He goes on to say that certain hormones, including testosterone, human growth hormone and insulin growth factor also play a role in muscle growth and repair. So I wanted to ask um, for your opinion do females and males grow muscle differently? Yeah, well, they don't. The process is not different. Like, the biological process is the same. But men and women grow muscle at a different rate because men have that extra testosterone um, hormone where it can grow a lot faster and a lot easier, whereas women don't. Yeah. Um, well... In saying that, I want to go into the different body types that I found, um, yeah. found out doing some research, which were mesomorphic, mm-hmm. where people tend to be muscular and build muscle mass faster, ectomorphic, which are people that are slim or have a straight frame and have a lower chance of building muscle mass, yeah. and endomorphic, where people are rounded or curvy and build muscle effectively through strength training. I found this really interesting. I didn't actually know there were three different body types, Yeah, but it makes a lot of sense in the fact that people, you know, train differently, gain muscle differently. Yeah, it's so interesting. And it also, it has a big effect on people's goals too. So a mesomorph, a mesomorphic female generally wants to lose weight and an ectomorphic female usually wants to build muscle. Yeah. And create those curves through muscle because they can't naturally through fat. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well... Um, just to finish up the podcast, I mm-hmm. want to say thank you for joining me um, and giving your professional opinion on all of these topics. It's been really interesting and I've definitely learned a lot from it. And I hope that anyone listening has learned um, a good amount too. Um, so thank you for joining us on Everyday Science. Thank no you, Grace. Um, and we'll see you next time. Bye.